finish. Hold on, let me 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 finish. What's going on, y'all? Appreciate y'all for tuning in again. It's your boy JT007 coming at you with another episode of Hold On, Let Me Finish. Got a special guest. It's always special anytime I got a guest. Got my man back again, Levi, Mr. Sports with himself. Came back to kick it with your boy one more time. Appreciate you for coming back around, my man. What's going on, man? Glad to be back. Appreciate you having me back, man. Let's get it cracking. Hey, for sure, for sure, for sure. Definitely got to. All right, so first up, man, of course, we're going to talk some basketball right now with everything going on. Shorten the NBA offseason. I'm really so shocked. Like, I feel like the Lakers were just playing in the bubble. And now, next month, we're now, what's this, November, what's today, November 18th? Is today the 18th? Okay, I just wanted to make sure. November 18th today, so almost a month from now. We'll be playing. We'll be seeing NBA basketball again. Um, for other NBA teams, I know this was a longer off season because some teams haven't played since March. But like I said, for the teams that just played in the playoffs, especially the Lakers and the Heat, just played in the NBA Finals. Now you're coming back. You basically got maybe a month, month and a half off, and now you're about to go back and go hoop again, which is crazy to me. What are your thoughts on that, man? Man, it's, it's wild, man. But uh, you know. They talk, you know, when you look at the optics, when you look at, you know, the money that's going to be lost, about a billion dollars that they could potentially lose as an NBA as an organization, um, and that's always going to be the bottom line of money. That's why they continue to play in the first place when the playoffs. So um, I don't necessarily like it because I feel like, um, you know, this could, this could potentially take away the competitive drive, and it can change a lot of things on who sits and who plays and. You know how deep the benches get. Like a lot of things are going to change, but this is the NBA. This is the most um, probably the most fluent. This is, not, it, it, probably, not probably. It is the most fluent league out there. You know, as far as you know, being able to change things up and, and adjust. So we'll see what like, what's going to take place. Not my favorite. Um, not my favorite thing that they're doing. But like I said, they're the most fluent league out there. So. Hey man, yeah, you make a lot of valid points there, and that's that's the same kind of thought process I had with that too. Um, we doing this a little bit different today, y'all. We are on Zoom, first history, first in history, first in hold on, let me finish history. Zoom podcast, all of them have been in person, even during the pandemic. You know, we always make sure we keep it as safe as possible, though. Uh, social distancing, all that stuff. So for the aggregators out there, be cool. Uh, <laughs> but with that being said, though, uh, appreciate you again, my man. Like I said, for joining me. Um, I know we kind of talked about this, but I kind of threw it at you last minute, trying to hurry up and get this in. I knew the off season these last couple of days leading up to the draft was going to be crazy. So I appreciate you for hopping on this, man, again, like I said. But yeah, with that being said, man, let's get into this, man. I really wanted to talk about some of these acquisitions that we've seen so far. Of course, we're nowhere near done. The draft starts in nine minutes right now as it stands. So I'm sure we're going to see a lot of movement at that point. Um, we just got big news today. Klay Thompson suffered a, a lower leg injury. 
It was the opposite leg of his ACL, but even still, that's something you worry about, especially, you know, if anybody's played sports before, competitive sports, seriously, then you understand, you know, if you ever had an injury or anything like that, you compensate. And that's what I fear uh, personally that Clay Thompson was kind of going through. Maybe he wasn't as fully recovered as he thought. Maybe more mentally he was kind of, you know, and I, we don't even know the details of what, what happened. So I'm definitely speculating here. But what are your thoughts about that news when that came out literally less than an hour before the draft? Yeah, man, like we just we just heard about it. I mean, you were just talking about it on camera, man. It's kind of it's, it's devastating, man, when you look at the run that the, um, that the, that the Warriors have had going to the finals five uh, last five years, you know. Just a team that's dominated the NBA with the help of Klay Thompson specifically. One of the best shooters in the NBA, in the, in NBA history. Um, never shot under 40% in his career. Um, the guy's just, you know, been a stud. So to, to get that news, it's kind of heartbreaking, man. And you, don't, you, don't, you never want to see anybody go down, but a pillar in the NBA. Uh, it's not somebody you want to see go down at all, man. Yeah, man. Like that—that that news really shocked me. I couldn't believe it, and now it's like it's even more questions around who they're going to draft. Now we were always wondering where they even going right. to use the pick. But are you watching the draft right now? I am. I am. Are you like? Are you seeing what I'm seeing? This—they are literally already making Lamelo the star. They said, yeah, like, they're literally like, this This is our Zion. We are going to make it. No matter what y'all say, we are making the star this year. Uh, my bad, man. I didn't mean to get off get off subject, but I just couldn't help myself when I was oh, like, yo, they got this whole segment. Even got LiAngelo in there. Like, what is going on? All right. Um, so, with that being said, though, yeah, man, I was really shocked to see that Klay Thompson news, like I said. Now, I'm really wondering. I'm Now, they're talking about maybe LaMelo Ball if he didn't go number one going to Golden State. So, um, it'll be interesting to see what they decide. Let's talk OKC, man. I feel like these dudes, Sam Presti was in, the, was in the office just cooking up all types of crazy stuff. He's literally... Drafting. I hope he lives that long to see all these picks that he's getting in. Like this man, <laughs> this man is going crazy with the pick hoarding, man. What are your thoughts on what they're doing? They just traded today. Traded Danny Green. They just had him for maybe a couple of days. Already flipped him for another first round. They bring in Al Horford from the uh, from the Sixers. The Sixers get off that big contract. What are your thoughts, man? Man, it's crazy because he's not done. Like I know, I'm pretty sure you know this already, but like he's already looking at out. Excuse me, looking at to trade Al Horford and Kelly Oubre for more first round picks. So he, this, man, these guys not going to last long in Oklahoma City. But just the longevity of the of the first round picks they have up until, up until 2027, I believe. Um, they got 18, uh, 2026. They have 18 first round picks over the next six years after today's draft, or including today's draft. So, man, you know what? It, it, it's like it's, to me. It's one of those things. It, it, it looks like it, look, it looks great right now, but I'm a little. I'm not as optimistic as everybody else. I think I feel like it's all it, until I see some bite. Right now, it's just all bark. Because until you go make those draft picks, those number, those first round picks don't mean anything. We've seen guys like Anthony Bennett get chosen. We've seen the Thunder be poor in the draft in, in recent history, anyway. So you know, unless they make some make some use of these picks, I don't see. You know, I don't think. I think this is just all bark right now. No bite until Sam Presti is put to the test to actually sit down and make picks. You would wonder, you would think, like, how the hell could you really go wrong 
with 18 first-round picks over the next six years. But, I mean, you go out there and you just pick the wrong guys unless you find a diamond in the rough in the next six years. I don't know, um, you know, that these picks are all-stars or they just role players. Hey, I think what Presti's doing is a lot from what we already seen from Philly. Shout out to Sam Hinkie. They ain't got to say it, but that's what they on. They are trusting the process right now. He's using that Sam Hinkie mindset of acquire as many many possible picks, as as much draft capital as you can, and swing. You got to hit. You got to hit at least one. You got got 18 18 at-bats. You got to hit at least one or two. And that's all you need to turn it around, especially 2021 coming up. So we'll see. You know, there's a lot of a lot of potential big stars coming up in that draft. We'll see how that really shakes out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's said you would hope so. I mean, like we said, it's it's, it's really tough to go over 18. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you play baseball, so you know, you know, like yeah, I mean. It, it, you cannot allow this to be the, the the Dodgers versus the Rays in the World Series of Game Set Game Six with. <laughs> Blake Snell on the, on the mound. You just can't allow this to happen. You can't pull it, you know. But I mean, you would hope that he he at least strikes three or four times with a um, with a great pick here over the next six years. Um, as you said, like you know, you just, you just don't want to see this guy go out there and get all these picks. A guy that control somebody that controls the future of the NBA. If you really think about it, like Sam Presti controls the future of the NBA right now. Between him and David Griffin, both like yeah. So it's it's really up in the air on what he's able to do, and um, he, he's standing. He's he's pretty much standing at this part at this point at this point of uh, his his career with all these picks. Yeah, man. Um, and I'll even like you know listening to some other podcasts and stuff I had heard some rumors and stuff too uh, I believe it was Brian Winhurst podcast I had checked out listening to his and uh, he was talking about it was Zach Lowe matter of fact it was Zach Lowe he was talking about um, the Thunder was possibly looking at trading Shea Gildress straight up for the, to the Timberwolves for the number one pick so they can get LaMelo Ball um, of course you know well not of course it's not over the draft starts in three minutes but I feel like that's definitely not going to happen at this juncture, but that was something that was floated in which, you know, I believe it was Windhorse, his first reaction was like, or Zach Lowe's first reaction, I believe, was, uh, you know, that's off the table. Like, there's no way OKC's doing that, but they were like, you know, why is that off the table? Essentially, you get you're getting another draft pick. You're going to get who, who the guy is you think is the guy, and from there, you know, you let him run, and then you possibly suck next year because you give him the keys and let him you know learn how to play and all that stuff make his mistakes and then you get another big pick and bring somebody else in so I don't know you know that was something they threw out there that was interesting for me I I, like I said that would shock the hell out of me if they decided to do that boy his house is jumping boy mellow ball got Lonzo in the back some people got masks on some people don't aggregators going crazy uh So, uh, man, I wanted to talk about briefly, too, the Celtics. They kind of surprised me, too, with some of the talk I'm hearing. I don't know if you're hearing some of them same things as far as I know you heard about Gordon Hayward, I'm sure. Um, I was really surprised to hear about Kimba so soon. Like, I thought he was beloved in Boston. And I guess, you know, I know Danny Ainge don't owe nobody nothing, but I was surprised to hear about him being moved so soon. That kind of shocked me. What are your thoughts on that? Sure, he hasn't. He hasn't gone anywhere, has he? Got no, 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 no. He's not yeah, been traded, he, but they they've definitely talked about it. They're trying to make some stuff happen. Yeah. 
They're trying to target Harden from what I was hearing. Yeah. I know the Bulls were a team that was interested in Kimball Walker. Nothing surprised me in Boston. Look, if it was up to me, I I love Danny Ann. I love his mindset. But it was me, man. I'm just on the, you know, if if I'm not playing devil's advocate, I don't want anybody to, I'm not talking about him playing devil's advocate, I don't want anybody to go to to Boston, because I don't want to see Danny Ann, like, just do him dirty the first time you... You screw up for the first time that he that he sees a, something that he that he's that he's um that he's interested in. Shoot, he trades you. I mean, God forbid McDonald's come out with a new sandwich, he might trade you for that. <laughs> that has no ties to anything. Danny Age is a stone. He just he just stone cold man. man. So you never know the next thing popping, the next thing jumping. You might even know might even know it's the next thing jumping. It could just be something that on the low that only Danny Ainge knows. And he gonna trade you for it. Facts. <laughs> you know? so, no facts. I don't, I'm not surprised by that with Kimball Walker. Um, just like I wasn't surprised with the, I, was, I mean, just like I wasn't really surprised with it after they got rid of Isaiah Thomas, just considering his um, his history. So yeah, man. I what's, yeah. What's your thoughts on that, man? Like, how you feel about this? Like I said, bro, I was shocked it's, when it's, when I heard that. Business for real. When I heard that, that shocked the hell out of me. I was not prepared for. Kimber Walker to be in trade talks. Now, he didn't, you know, I really can't even say that. You know, he played fairly well in the playoffs. I mean, he didn't have a crazy, crazy playoff series or playoff performance, but he played fairly well. I mean, you know, and to me, like I said, I knew, like I knew the fans. They loved him. Um, I know within the team they loved him. They compared so much about his leadership and compared to Kyrie, you know, and how his playing style is and all that stuff, but... I was surprised, but I mean, especially when I heard about them targeting James Harden too. Like that's the move they were trying to make. That really kind of surprised me too. I was like, damn, because it looks like what the Rockets are doing. They're like, you know, you're not going to Brooklyn without us seeing if we can get something more. Unless they're trading us Kyrie or Kevin Durant, you're not going there. That's where they're at with it right now. And they said, you know, they're willing to get uncomfortable, which I'm sure you heard that too. So, uh, I don't know. Him and Russ, the same way. And Russ has been thrown out everywhere. Everywhere. I've been hearing his name going everywhere. Wizards, Lakers, Magic. Uh, I even heard the Pacers, the Knicks, the Hornets. Like, Hornets, yeah. Bro, so many different teams. They like they can't get rid of him fast enough. But they saying him and Oladipo both have no trade value. So, that's really interesting, too. What it, Man, what are your thoughts on what you're seeing from Houston? And any other team in the offseason that's making trades or projected to make trades, what do you think? I think with Houston, man, it's so, it's, it's so much more than just basketball there. You got, um, when you look at the two guys that are requesting trades, I mean, Houston has recently come out and said that they are willing to move forward with just keeping those two guys on the team for the next, you know, for at least for this upcoming season. The only thing about James Harden is you have, he's, after this next, after this next year, he can opt out of he can you know he, he can opt out and test free agency so you know do you really just let him sit there and um, push through the ringer again not going to get anywhere um, because you got to look at a team like the LA Lakers and the Clippers again um, and, as well as the the Mavericks and the um, and the Portland Trailblazers so you're looking at all those teams and it's like okay are you going to get anything from James Harden or are you going to just let him go so that's something that the, that the, that the Rockets have to uh, have to weigh out Another thing that they have to weigh out is the stuff that's going on with the, with James Harden and his thoughts against um, the owner, I believe it is, who who supports Donald Trump. That's a that's a that, that's 
an issue in itself. Mm. You look at look at America today, and then you can um, they go to the fact that Daryl Morey has left and gone to the Philadelphia 76ers, and he's swinging guys to get out of Houston because he obviously has some disc- discomfort there. So his guys may leave and go to Philadelphia, or they just leave and just encourage them to leave the Houston altogether. So there's so many moving parts in Houston right now. Um, and I think when you got two guys that are on that are on your payroll that's getting paid that much money, uh, man, it's, it's just shaky. It, it's yeah. shaked the room like um. Yeah, pop smoke, like pop, pop smoke. Shake the room like pop smoke. Hey bro. man, where where is where is Tony the assistant coach at? Dan Tony is the assistant coach in Brooklyn. Exactly. Even you know what I'm saying? Like. You know his two places he wanted to go is people that he had ties to already. That's the only two places I've heard him say he wanted to go was those two places. So, I mean, I haven't heard it myself. You know what I'm saying? Some type of toxic atmosphere. Something's not right. Something that's not right in Houston right now. Gotta be. And I don't think it has anything to do with their record. Gotta be. Uh oh, NBA draft starting up. I'm turn this up a little bit. Turn this up a little bit. Sorry, sorry, y'all. If y'all hear feedback, bear with us. Bear with me, anyway. This this wasn't Levon's idea. It was mine. <laughs> but with that, uh, who do you think is going number one before this first pick happens? I think when you look at um, man, I think when you look at Minnesota, they got the number one overall pick. It's, I don't feel like there's a clear number one pick in this draft. Because uh, Melo, Melo grew, you know, plenty of inches over the, over the year. Six seven. Boy. Now. Anthony Ever- Anthony Edwards is six five guard. You know, or at least he can be. He might be. He might even be able to play that with a small wing position. Um, truthfully, man, I just don't see how you can pass on a big man like James Wiseman. Uh, you think he's going number one? I don't think he's going number one, but I just I think he could very well go number one if if Minnesota were to get rid of him. But I think who's actually going to go number one is going to be Anthony Edwards. Okay. Um, and that's just you know that's the favorite. It's kind of the safe pick just because of where his capabilities are and what Minnesota is missing right now. Um, I just have trouble wondering how he's going to transition to the league. 29% shooting from, uh, you know, during the time in Georgia. Granted, he was the only guy that had the um, second cadet. He's the only guy that the, the opposing team's fears. So, that uh, might speak to his 29% shooting percentage. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, have, I would have to say Anthony Edwards uh, in this, you know, if I have a... Minnesota is on the clock pick, right now. If I had to go with a backup pick, I'd say LaMelo Ball. But I don't see that happening. But uh, you never know with Minnesota. You know, these guys can pull out there. Who are you taking at number one? I'm going to definitely tell you, first off, there's no way that Wiseman goes number one. Towns is not right, going for right. that. Well, only because of Minnesota. Yeah, Towns. Even still, have. though. Even still. I think right now there's too much scarce over what happened already when Phoenix picked Aiden over Luka Doncic. Sacramento picked Bagley over Luka Doncic. Like, those moves are still questioned today. And those players... Are, look like they're going to be really good. Aiden looks like he's really good. Bagley's been having a lot of injuries, but we'll see what happens there. But those players like they can be really good. But they're not going to be Luka Doncic good. And that's where it's like, uh, do you really want to pick a big man first again? I don't know. I think, honestly, 
Fit wise, it should be Anthony Edwards, number one. I just feel like Minnesota can't pass with them losing all this money off the fans and shit. They're going to want that star power. Mellow Ball goes number one. I'm calling it. Mellow Ball goes number one. I'm calling it. Mellow Ball goes number one. Mellow goes number one. Hey, you know. I, the thing about, you know, as you bring up over the, over the, the draft two years ago, Aiden and Doncic in, you know, the last two years, there's no, there, I don't, there's not a Doncic in this, in this draft. Um, we don't know. So it, it kind of, I, I just don't see nobody in this draft being a Doncic. Um, I think that if. Well, he's a generational um, player too, though, at the same time. I, I, I think that, you know, we'll go to state being number two and the, the, with with or without Clay Thompson, you you if you can get a big man like James Wiseman, James Wiseman that can shoot the ball, that can run the floor, you know, it may have a little bit of handles and post moves. You know, how do you really pass up on that? Um, I don't think that. I, I, in a way, I feel like his skill set is just kind of better than DeAndre Ayton's, and that might be saying a little bit, a little bit much right now. But I feel like the skill set can be better on Golden State than DeAndre Ayton's is. In Phoenix is what I'm trying to say. You know, a guy like James Wiseman in Golden State is going to be better for his future than DeAndre Ayton in, in Phoenix. Just now, you know, you know Phoenix just got Chris down. Paul. You know Phoenix just got Chris Paul. Yeah, but I'm just saying, just the way that the organization moves in general, too. Like, things are kind of shaky in, in Phoenix. Yeah they, yeah, they just got Chris Paul, but okay, that ain't got three guys. I don't think that phone's ringing. That may be a problem for my pick. I don't know. Melo looks. At, oh, his phone isn't ringing either. I don't, they're not gonna show it anyway. But the pick, yeah, the pick is in. Yeah. They coming. They going. They going Anthony Edwards, man. Come on, chill out. It's still a minute and forty seconds left right now. Neither one of them like they got a phone call yet. They both look mad. The pick is. The pick is in, man. You think who? who okay, so if not one of those two, then who? If it's not one of those two, it gotta be Wiseman. But I think it's LaMelo, man. I just feel it. Like, Malik Beasley, they second. Is they two guard? Man, yeah, they got Malik Beasley at the two guard. Wouldn't you rather have a D'Angelo Russell, LaMelo backcourt? And Beasley, I think he having, like, legal issues and stuff right now, I'm pretty sure. I think he got caught with a gun or something or some some drugs. Yep, he is having legal issues right now. Yeah, that's what I thought. A minute, boy. They let yeah. this whole they, clock they, go, they boy. Pick one of those two guys. If they don't pick one of those two guys, I'm, I'm gonna say it's a, tra- it's a trade going on right now. Man, I don't know if I can take any more madness today. Actually, I, I want. <laughs> actually, I want it all, but like, it's it's been too much, too much movement right now, and I think that's a straight effect of the shortened I, off season. Oh yeah, man. I, I, I've been kind of on edge all day, just waiting for something to happen. But it's just like everything's like, you know, it's just back and forth. yeah, it's just staggered. The, like the pick is in, man. Here it comes. Oh shit! If I'm freaking, oh man, if I'm an NBA player, I don't, I'm not even leaving the crib. I'm just gonna wait and see. <laughs> Where I end up by the time to the uh, December twenty second, when it's time to report, I'm just gonna chill because I'm like I don't even know where I'm going. Oh man, I'm streaming right now. Life is rough in the NBA. It's zeros on the clock. Come on. Pick is in. 
Are you on cable? Uh-huh. Yeah, you gonna run faster than me. I'm streaming right uh, now. Okay. Yeah, boy, about to break the news. <laughs> I'm streaming. I'm streaming. I'm, I'm through the fire stick. <laughs> uh, okay. It does say pick is in right now, too, though. Oh, hell no. Let me back out. Your shit way too fast. Let me back out and start back over. Get me back in here. There it is. Anthony Edwards. Ah! <laughs> Motherfucker. Oh, yup. Damn. And make sure I get this out to the Twitter world right now. Yeah, I got people texting me now. I told you. Straight blew me. Now what Golden State gonna do? Melo, <laughs> Melo may not get picked to goddamn three. That's what he said. He already said if he's there at three, we drafted him. But what they gonna do with Devontae Graham? Um, I mean, I think you still run out offense with him too. I mean, you just you probably Melo's not gonna start. I don't think right away. I mean, I, I don't know. Hold on, man. What you trying to have? You trying to have Levar on the court already? <laughs> One of them got to get yeah. traded. That's period. If you draft Lamelo Ball, I think you trade. You got to trade one of them. You got to trade them guy. I think, I think you. I think you make. I think you make Terry a six man. I think you make Terry a six man. You ain't got to pay him a lot of money. He, he decent up. He, he decent play. You can bring him off the bench. I think he, 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 he's not starting material. Where you gonna go and start? 